my privilege now to uh, introduce to you probably the newest member of our Yorkton chapter. This gentleman grew up not too far from Yorkton, but has spread his wings a few times. But the current brought him back, and uh, he's a computer tech now here in Yorkton, and uh, better equipped to tell you more about himself. Would you please make welcome Mr. Trent Davenport. Well, I'm actually taller than you, Randy. Well, we're part of that short club, so. Anyways, good evening. As Randy already mentioned, my name is Trent Davenport, and uh, when I joined the chapter, they kind of said, hey, you can do a testimony, and I went, yeah, I probably can. Well, that was between last month and this month, so here I am. So uh, the one thing that I really appreciated about the full gospel time that we share is getting to know the people, getting to hear about them. So I thought I'd start off just with a little bit of who I am, but because I'm limited in time, uh, you're going to get the short, short version of, of who I am. So we'll start off with conception. We've all been there at some point, followed by birth. And some of these terms that I'm going to mention, if, if you don't understand what they are, feel free to ask afterwards because we won't have time to go through them all. But I, I'll happily stay for three, four, five hours after and explain it all if you'd really like to. So after birth, we were sprinkled, then altar boy, confirmation, confusion. Anybody else had confusion in their life? The life to Christ. That's what kind of brought me to where I am today. Graduation, more confusion. Then I went through a rededication. I crammed first year engineering into two years. Somebody got that. <laughs> crammed first year engineering into, okay, never mind. This is a tough crowd. <laughs> Marriage, youth ministry helper, got dunked. My, then I went through first year computer science. My first computer career job that I got in Whitehorse got our first house, then we had our first child, then we had our second child, then if any of you remember Y2K, prayer counseling, freedom from manipulation, that was a big thing for me, and then rediscovery of self, I want you to take that big thing away from you, then we had third child, fourth child, a year wandering in the desert, I'm sure none of you have ever wandered in the desert, but again, we can talk about that later, our own youth ministry, my own computer business. We were blessed with a 6,000 square foot building on two acres that we paid a dollar for. And again, like I said afterwards, if you got lots of time, we can tell you all these stories. Then we had our fifth child. Growth in the word. Helped plant a church. Baptism in the Holy Spirit. More growth and understanding. God then drops the dream job on my plate that takes all 23 years of my computer experience and puts them in one place. That's pretty cool. Then I became a member of the Full Gospel in Yorkton very recently and ended up here tonight, so that's me. <laughs> so as I mentioned, any one of those points or half of a point or a small portion of a point could take up that 15 minutes that I have this evening. So I'm going to share what God put on my heart, because when I started to ask, okay, yeah, I, I can say my testimony, but 
what am I supposed to talk on, God? And I turned to him and I said, what do you want me to share tonight? And at first, I heard nothing. It reminded me of the first, say, 10 years of my walk with him. I kept saying to my wife and others, I couldn't hear from God. I'd hear all these people saying, yeah, I asked God and he told me. And, but for the first, yeah, it was about 10 years of my walk with God. I couldn't hear him. It was kind of like my, my son here introduced me to this sound clip on YouTube. I don't know if any of you know what YouTube is. But uh, there was a sound clip from the neighborhood. It was called Sound Effects Record Number 32. And he says, a man reading. A man relaxing. A woman in outer space. These were all the sounds that I was hearing when I talked to God. <laughs> a man watching TV with the volume at zero. A man watching a silent movie. So when you talk to God and that's the kind of stuff you're hearing, nothing, nada. So I was saying I couldn't hear from God, but there was numerous times throughout my walk that I was, there was undeniable evidence that he was leading me to do stuff. So again, okay, God, I got this testimony thing coming up here, 1st of April. What am, I, what am I supposed to be talking about? What do you want me to, to, to share of my testimony? You guys heard how long and stuff that's in my life? I wanted to know what he wanted me to share. Well, then he started to give me a little topic. So, okay, well, I've got a bit of a topic. Wasn't really settled on it. So I kept asking, asking, waiting. And I kept getting little pieces that would pop into my head, so I'd sort of tuck them away and start putting together the puzzle. For me, God tends to talk to me in puzzles, so we were putting the puzzle together. Then I started to wander, started to wonder. Okay, God, so <laughs> you're giving me these pieces. Where are we going with this? And I started reflecting about how I was hearing, how I was putting the puzzle together. So, again... As I had done so many times in the past, I got frustrated and I said, God, why can't I just email you? You can tell me what I'm supposed to speak on. It'll be so easy. Or why can't you just like give me this audible voice? If any of you know the, the story in the Bible, Samuel, when he finally figures it out that it's God talking to him, he says, yeah, I'm your servant. What do you want, Lord? But for many times, he actually heard from God. That wasn't what I was getting. So I'm like, okay, Lord, well, my, my, my lovely wife over here, she tells me of these wonderful times where she'll go and she'll have a bath and she'll have this chat with God and come out and have all these answers. And I'm like, God, why can't I just go have a bath and get the answers to what I'm supposed to speak on? And he goes, well, you haven't had a bath in like a year and a half. No, he didn't actually tell me that, but I do shower just about every day. But anyways, another story. So, and that's when he said to me in the way that he speaks to me, I think you've got it. I'm like, huh? Share with them how you hear from me. 
So I said back to him, how in the world am I supposed to do that? And he says, it's your testimony. You figure it out. (laughs) Thanks, God. So no, he didn't leave me hanging there. But now he had at least given me enough information about what he wanted to talk, what he wanted me to talk about to you guys tonight. How he has worked through my life and taught me. So I want to go back for a moment just to those years where I kept saying, I can't hear God. I don't know what he sounds like. The first thing I had to determine in my heart was, okay, does God talk to me? Because if he's not talking, how am I going to hear him? So I pulled out the Bible, started reading through it, looking for instances. Did God talk to his people? Well, start hearing burning bush. Walks up, burning bush, has this conversation with God. Okay, well, there's one instance. Audible voices, we talked about Samuel. And then I found the story where God talks through a donkey. And I'm like, okay, whatever. This is getting a little weird. But God was showing me over and over that he does talk to us. He even, Jesus even tells us that he didn't do anything on earth unless his father led him to do it. He didn't say anything that God didn't tell him to say. Well, that's 30-some years that Jesus was on the earth that he did everything according to what God talked to him. Well, you can't go through 30 years if you're not hearing from God. So I had pretty much established the part that, okay, I've got it convinced in my head now, God talks to us, talks to me. So how am I supposed to hear him? Did I go walking down the street and every time I saw a bush go, hey, God, are you in this bush? Uh, well, maybe I did, but that's, <laughs> don't, just never mind. Did I go out onto a farm and start talking to the animals? Well, again, I maybe did, but uh, that's not quite in this story, so we'll carry on. Did I hear a loud noise and say, God, is that you? Did I ask a bunch of other people how they heard God? Absolutely, my wife being one of them. Is there a nice little booklet where you can look it up and find the three steps to hearing God? No, that doesn't exist. Was everyone's experience the same? Was I hearing the same way as everyone else? Does everyone else hear God in the same way? Absolutely not. So after this long and great pilgrimage to find out how we hear from God, you know what the great secret that, that is that I found out out of all of it? Listen. You can't hear God unless you listen. He's always talking to us. But I know for myself, was I taking the time to listen? How are we listening? A little while ago when everybody was making a lot of noise, I was over here at the table talking away, as I tend to do. And I'm sure that many of you couldn't hear what what I was saying. Yet I was talking. But were you listening? At the time, there was a lot of background noise. A lot of other things going on. People were running to the bathroom. Did they want to listen to me? No, they were going to the bathroom. Are we praying without waiting for answering? 
I know I've done that. Okay, God, I really need to do this, uh, but I got to go now. Catch you later. Did I stop and wait? Do we have a quiet place where we go and meet with God? For some, that is the bathtub. For others, it could be a room. For others, it could be driving in your car. Do we turn off all of the noise around us? And that was part of what was missing. So there was so much going on around me, it was hard to listen. When all the stuff is going on around us, we need to make sure that we listen and hear him. The other thing about hearing him is you can read the Bible all you want. That gets so that you know about him. But there's a lot of difference between about and hearing. How do we know that we're listening to the right voice? The first time you talk to somebody on the phone, do you recognize who it is? Very first time? Probably not. Maybe not even for the first two or three times. But over time, you can grab the phone and not look at the call display and the name and number display and go, oh, hi, how's it going? I know you because I hear your voice. And that's what we have to train ourselves to do is listen to his voice. Do you recognize the things that your friends tell you on the phone? If one of them was impersonating one of your other friends and started talking, would you be able to hear the differences in the way they talk, what they talk about? These were the things that I was going through. How do I know that I'm hearing God? Well, the more you listen, the more you get to know him the more you understand how he talks to me. It's so awesome when you listen to the voices that are leading you through the day and you can know without a doubt that God is the one talking to you. Satan will try. He tries to stick in there and and pose as God and throw things at you. But you'll know It just won't feel right. It just doesn't sound like the God you know. So that's kind of me in a nutshell and the really small part of my testimony that I got to share tonight. But to wrap it up, I just want to encourage you for what I went through. God does talk to us. Can we hear it? Absolutely. Can we hear him? Absolutely. Do we need to get to know him so that we recognize him when he talks to us? Absolutely. Is Satan going to try to lead you astray? Unfortunately, all the time. Will we ever get to a point where we can recognize God every time he talks to us? Well, I pray that you do, and I also pray that I do.